the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this Thursday. I hope you're all getting ready as we're waiting to see uh, what the latest developments will be. All eyes on the Middle East. And uh, yesterday it was all over the news uh, that the United States is trying to get more equipment in there before Israeli goes in. But uh, by the end of the week is still the word we'll see. We've got a new Speaker of the House. Yeah, they did it. Uh, And Captain MAGA, can I say that a big-time Trumper uh, gets the nod in the first piece of legislation already through Uh, And it was simply a resolution backing Israel. Mike Johnson, a Republican from Louisiana, is now the new Speaker of the House. This is one of the guys uh, that that Matt Gaetz was in favor of. Uh, He he gets the, the nomination, and I'm not surprised. First resolution, hey, we support Israel, uh, which means uh, the the big spending is just around the corner. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. That is our toll free number. Allamericangold.com is the website, and I highly suggest everyone. I've been saying it all week. Get an order in. Maybe it's not a big one. That's okay. But make sure you add to your portfolio before this whole thing really takes off. Because, Jason, I'm hearing that I'm not sure it, it is Iran going to end up being the target of all this. That's to be determined. But there is big talk coming out now that they're going to impose an oil embargo on Iran, uh, which is going to obviously be caused a huge shock into the oil markets and everything else. Uh, and I, I, you know, it kind of makes those deals. Exxon made a big deal. Chevron made a big deal. Just all of us, you know, just right before all this happens, we, they get these big deals done. Bank of America starts talking about $250 oil. Goldman Sachs says, huh, it's weird because the numbers the government's putting out don't match the numbers that we're putting out. Uh, and I think we're getting set up here. So the inflation, the myth that inflation's going away, I don't think so. And I actually think it's not just going to be energy prices. I think a lot of things are going to suffer because of it. Well, if uh, if you uh, stop is, uh, Iran from exporting oil, then they could, I guess, block the Strait of Hormuz, and then you have $200 barrel oil. I guess it's kind of that simple, isn't it? You know, I, I, those, these they, forecasts they are coming from somewhere, the, Joe. Yeah, blocking the Strait of Hormuz—that's that's different, right? That, that's that's more than two hundred dollar oil, right? Because that, now that's Saudi Arabian oil, right? So that would—if that came to be—you would probably have to see the United States 
actively involved. I mean, are we going to get to the point where they're going to be escorting uh, oil tankers through the Strait of Hormuz? I mean, that's one of those things. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Right now, I'll just say this, because Jason, actually, Jason and I were talking this morning, and Jason's the one that said it to me. He goes, notice on the news when they talk about Hamas now. They don't say Hamas. They say Iran back to Hamas, right? They're 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 building the case, right? This is this is how they're going to to build the case with the public that hey, something's coming. Iran's not getting out of this. That, I guess that's my point. I don't think they're getting out of this. I think that uh, the the government and through their media arms are building the propaganda. You know that you know already. Let's face it, they've already labeled Iran on Iran's been on the bad guy bus. For, for a very, very long time. But, but again, I think this is just a precursor to let people know, hey, whether we go into Iran or not, there's going to be sanctions and there's going to be big sanctions and it's probably going to be oil. I think, Joe, most likely is going to be the same situation we have with Ukraine. We're not going into Russia. We're not. Uh, no one's pushing any... NATO country to go into Russia is just a war with Russia, right? So I think this will be, you don't go into Iran, but sanctions and oil embargoes and shutting down bodies of water, all of that, Joe. I just, that's that's what I see. Because I don't think, I don't even think the uh, the Western powers have, a, I don't think they have enough guts to just go into Iran. So, but, but I guess that's where Israel's the wild card, right? I guess Israel could always just step over the line. Well, and again, I guess it just depends on how many rockets... Uh, target uh, U.S. troops or maybe it's civilians, right? There's there's plenty of fodder, if you will, to if they want to, right? They'll come up with an excuse that they had to do it, right? Did you see what they did, right? And, and we'll see. Uh, all of that to be determined. Today, uh, we got down markets again. We had GDP, man, by the headlines, what a report. You, you, you'd have to think that uh, the Federal Reserve, once again, has screwed it all up. Third quarter GDP, 4.9%. Not negative, no, positive. 4.9%, absolutely massive. Here's the one problem. Everyone knew it was going to be big. Wall Street was actually expecting it to be even bigger than what it was, uh, which has now got uh, everybody kind of on the back foot. Uh, a lot of different things played out. Uh, we had, remember the calm summer? We had a lot, the travel was real good. Uh, the Barbie movie, Taylor Swift was doing it. Believe it or not, those things moved the needle. But you can hear from all the Southwest, the latest travel has stopped. But government shutdown. Once the government reopened, the government spent huge amounts of money. So as everyone was anticipating a big number, it was a big number. Apparently not big enough. Paper Radio News Hour will be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Paper Radio News Hour on this Thursday. A quick look in at the markets. The Dow is down 150 uh, below, back below 33,000, uh, 32,880 right now on the Dow. Uh, the S&P has broken down, uh, which they've been, ve- it's been very, very resilient. 
uh, down 32 points, uh, 41.50, below 4,200. The NASDAQ also breaking down, uh, down 150 points right now, 12,680 on the NASDAQ. The 10-year note, uh, 412 or 492, we'll see. Uh, today's another one of those days where we have to sell a lot of debt, longer-term debt. We had another debt disaster yesterday. We'll talk about that in a minute. The Japanese 10-year note, 0.89, continuing to creep high. Remember, Japan has been forced to step in. What's more important to the Japanese? Keeping the 10-year note below 1% or keeping the Japanese yen below 150 we may have our answer the yen right now 150.37 so at least for right now and i think rightly so they're trying to keep a lid on the debt markets uh gold is just kind of sitting back sitting back it's watching it's waiting waiting for the news pretty flat today uh 1980 right now on gold silver the same thing kind of just just hanging around right below 23 dollars i think they're they're waiting for the the middle east to do what the middle east is going to do but if you're sitting there and you're like okay listen i get it i got i gotta get my gold and silver put away i I, I got it but man i have this other money you know what i've got this ira uh, that that that's in the stock market and man it got trashed last year was looking okay this year but now all of a sudden getting trashed again Uh, maybe i need to do something different check out our friends at y refi because it's not correlated to the stock it doesn't matter listen i don't know what the s&p is going to do is the s&p going back to 3800 before the end of the year could be is it going to go back to 4400 maybe i don't know but guess what? Why refi doesn't care. Don't care what Wall Street does. Up, down, sideways. You get a fixed rate of return up to 10.25%. You can use an existing IRA. That's why I'm telling you. Check them out. InvestYrefi.com. That's the word invest. The letter Y-R-E-F-Y.com. Or just do what I did. Just call them. 888-Y-REFI-24. And, and Jason, it really is an interesting picture today uh, with with the new speaker, uh, Mike Johnson, Captain MAGA, huge Trumper, uh, now going to be the new speaker of the House. The first resolution is hey, we, we, we support Israel, and I think that means the spending package is going to get signed off on. And, and I can just tell you, you can already feel it. That first $105 billion, that's just the start, right? It just has that feel like that's just like a down payment of things to come. We had a big GDP number. I mean, it was huge, and yet maybe not good enough. And then uh, the debt markets. We're watching Japan. We're watching the U.S. Yesterday, we had to sell $52 billion of five-year notes. Now, that's not... 10-year, 20-year, 30-year. And, and it was a problem. Another big problem. Uh, 
the fourth biggest tail ever, right? So remember, now listen, we don't need to get complicated on it. Just take my word for it, tails are bad. The bigger the tail, the worse it is. In other words, what, what does that mean? That means what Wall Street wanted the rate to be wasn't good enough. And everybody that was there said, well, I'm willing to buy some of that $52 billion, but not for what you want. No, you got, you got to pay me. That's why the 10-year note shot up big yesterday, all because of this auction. The bid to cover, terrible. Now, that's an important number because that tells you, hey, are there a lot of people there? Right? How many hedge funds are there? How many money market funds are there? How many sovereign nations are there? How many wealth funds are, 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 are wanting to buy? What about the insurance companies? Because they like to buy this kind of stuff. And it was a lot less. Matter of fact, one of the worst bid to cover. And this is a five-year. So you would think bid to covers would still be okay. It's not that long. But then the really bad part of the auction how much were the dealers stuck with? And the dealers, these are the banks, right? This is the one. Jason and I have been t- telling you about uh, the, the reverse repo money. You know, they started the year with $2.5 trillion. Then they started whittling away. And then this summer, it was at $2.2 trillion. Last we saw, it was at one point two. Look how fast it went. They had to take 20% of this auction, and that is double, more than double of what they've been wanting to take down. And Jason, this has been the theme now going on like three weeks where these dealers on these longer-term auctions are being forced to buy way more of the auction than they want to. Right. Right, and, and it's uh, not really – I don't think it's because anyone really wants to buy it. I think the only time, the only reason that they're buying it is because they're holding a bunch of it. So you kind of got to support your position, but you sort of want to eliminate your position at the same time, especially if you get the higher interest stuff and get rid of the lower interest stuff. Everyone's trying to wean it, right? They're trying to wean off that lower interest stuff. And uh, some big players are going to step away hard from this at some point, and that's going to – that's probably when the war is going to get worse, right, at the same time probably. The, the banks have to buy it, and they – and again, if the dealers didn't buy 20%, how big was the tail going to be? Because they know the banks don't, we have to, because, man, we're going to actually put other banks out of business if we don't step in. And for them to have to buy that much, that just tells you everybody else wants higher rates. And the problem is that that war chest that the Federal Reserve had, with the banks, two and a half trillion dollars, it's more than half gone. And at this yep. pace, that war chest is going to be empty here in the next 90 to 120 days. Then what happens? Right now, the banks can do it and say, okay, I'm tapping into the war chest. I'm tapping. Well, now it's like, wait a minute, I got to buy it and I can't tap into the war chest? That's a much different problem and this is why i think the fed's done hiking despite the huge gdp number despite inflation being too high because no matter what rates are going higher 
just simply because there's too much debt and there's not enough buyers. And we're not the only Listen, China's selling incredible amounts of bonds. Japan's selling bonds. Everybody's at the same time, Jason. They all need to sell bonds. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, the Fed has uh, been tightening for a while now, which means they're not injecting a lot of cash. And, Joe, you say they, they won't raise rates, but, I mean, I still I still think there's uh, – this situation where you know, look, look, the the, the Israeli war is starting. They're, they're going to print more money. They're they're, they're going to avoid the government shutdown in some fashion next month, which is going to be spend. So to me, Joe, it's got to be spend money, and then when inflation gets super hot again, I, they have to raise rates, don't they? But is there any rule against raising the rates and printing money, which obviously just makes it much, 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 much worse in the future, but kind of saves you in the here and now, you know? Because you know, they can't live. If inflation gets out of control, Joe, what are they going to do if it's 10%, 20%, 25% inflation, right? going to be really, really, really interesting uh, what is going to happen. My guess is the first thing to happen. So think. let's just, let's just look at the catalyst for gold and silver right now. Obviously, the Middle East, that, that's a huge catalyst. As a matter of fact, I think we're going to – you know, be talking record highs just on that. Forget about Iran and all that for a minute. Because we don't know. That's a wild card. What oil is going to do. What natural gas is going to do. By all accounts, we're a couple of weeks away. The Fed is not going to raise rates again. Most people... And throw me in that camp. Now, it could change. think that's it. The Fed is done. I think the markets are going to assume the Fed is done. Without the Fed saying they're done, is going to assume they're done. That's bullish for gold and silver. The next issue that I see is the reverse repo money, just like we've talked about. You're going to start hearing talk before the end of the year that the Fed may stop quantitative tightening. Right? Because, okay, we're already having a hard time selling all this stuff when the Fed adds to that amount. Okay? Let, let, let's stop that. That will also maybe keep interest rates from going super high. Right, that'll, that'll at least give interest rates a little break, right? Because, well, that's going to be less supply. I think that's coming. Extremely bullish for gold and silver without the Middle East, without tariffs on Iran's oil or embargo on Iranian oil or without uh, the Mideast war expanding then you throw the Mideast in there, Jason, and you can see a setup where things get ugly very, very quickly, and, and, and gold and silver really outperform. Uh, then you have things like this. Ford and the UAW, we may have a deal here. Now, the union still has to vote. General Motors and Stellantis aren't here yet. But in this deal... They're talking about a 25% pay raise. They're talking about a yearly cost of living 
allowance, right? So they're going to track inflation. So add that to, let's just call it 4%. Well, that 25% plus 4%, right? That, over the length of the deal, you're talking about 40, 40, 50%. But it gets actually a little worse. The top wage earners will cumulatively get 30% more. Okay, so they'll be above $40 an hour. Starting wages, this is where it gets a little interesting, 68% more. They're now going to start at $28 an hour. The lowest paid workers at Ford will see a raise of more than 150% over the life of the deal. And I think it's a four- or five-year deal. So you can see the cost that we're talking about here in addition to more health care benefits, better pension, better 401k. So there's a lot of extras on top of just the earnings. And according to Ford, they said that they are going to increase the price of the F-150 Lightning on their 24, 2024 models by $9,600. So essentially, hey, by the way, all of this stuff, there's another ten grand on, on, on our most popular pickup truck, Jason. That's almost like adding a really bad used car on top of the price of the new truck. <laughs> you can buy a couple of used, two or three used cars for that price, Joe. Right? Yeah. Get ready, right? Imagine what that payment's going to look like. Yeah. Pass. 800-951-0592. Jason and I, we're going to be right back. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason on this Thursday. Today, if it's me, today's the, the, the last day. I, I, I don't know that we get through the weekend uh, without more developments in the Middle East here. We'll see. Uh, last day, $20 gold pieces. $2,195. Gold's higher today than when we started it yesterday. Uh, you're saving 30 bucks. Take advantage of that. $5 liberties. I still got some $5 liberties. They're at $565. So some people are like, man, I don't want uh, the one ounce. I want something more fractional. Uh, four $5 liberties is $2,260. So it's a little more, right? You're, you're going to pay a premium, but it's not outrageous, right? Uh, four, $565 on the $5 liberties, and then on the silver side, uh, the silver rounds. I mean, that, that's just the, the deal uh, of, of the day right now in silver. Uh, you're looking at $530 on, on rolls of silver rounds. we got a couple of different rounds. We've got some buffalo rounds. we got these dragon rounds. You're into dragons or cool stuff. Uh, just tell the girls that you want some of those. I mean, rolls of silver eagles, still good, but $615. So that, that's $85 uh, more that, that you're paying for, for 20 ounces of gold. Jason, that's like $4.25 difference between 
uh, a one-ounce silver round and a U.S. silver eagle. Uh, so, you know, what, we, either way, you can't go wrong either way, but today would be the day. This is my, because uh, I'm kind of thinking that tomorrow either either it's going to start or they're going to make the big announcement, right, whatever it may be. Because, you know, they always like to do things on the weekend, right? They, they don't like to do stuff when the market's are open, but we'll see. We'll see how it works out. 800-951-0592. But yeah, definitely, Jason, whether or not, whatever happens in the Middle East, what we see over the next 90 to 120 days is, is just this bullish pattern for gold. And we're kind of seeing in the last couple of weeks, it's been really weird. When the 10-year note rises, gold rises. Like today, the 10-year note's actually down, you know, not a lot, but it's down. Well, gold's kind of flat to down a couple dollars. Uh, it's kind of weird now that gold's running with interest rates, uh, and that's exactly what happened in the 70s. You know, when you really think about it, think about what interest rates did in the 70s. And yet gold went to all-time highs during that period because it was rising with those rates. And I think we're setting up here again. Now, I do think, I do think that the Fed is going to, uh, is done hiking rates. That's just my opinion. Now, things could change that. Obviously, there have to be huge shifts in inflation for that to happen. But I think the Fed, at least for now, for this year, I think they're done. That's positive for gold. That's positive for silver. I think we're going to hear before the end of the year that quantitative tightening's over because they just are struggling to sell this debt. And, and let's not forget Japan. This is a big problem. At least today, it appears to me, and it's early yet, the Japanese 10-year note, 0.89. And they're kind of drawing this line that Japan every week, twice a week, has had to intervene in their own debt market to keep their 10-year note below 1%. And then yesterday it happened. Today it's gotten worse. The Japanese yen has broken above the 150 mark, and now it's now it's 150.47, which tells me, at least right now, at least for today, the Bank of Japan is saying we're more concerned about keeping control of the debt market than we are about keeping control of the currency. But either way, Jason, something's going to give, something's going to break in one of these markets. And you b- believe me, you'll want to have a lot of your stuff already put away before that happens. That's right, Joe. And, and uh, you're saying how the rates going up seems to be gold going with it. I, I think it's because I think the rates are reflecting the in, the inflation maybe a precursor and if the rates are reflecting inflation inflation also reflects gold price so i think that's that's what we're gonna be looking at and i think you're right that there might not be rate rate hikes this year i just think if this looks as bad as it looks to me that the and the inflation gets really really bad they, they get they have to i mean i don't know how they don't so sometime in the future raise rates even further and if, if the 10-year note and these other indicators keep going up i mean what I mean, can the, can the can the Fed just leave them down all low if 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 the uh, the Treasury rates just keep on going up, Joe? I mean, how long can that can that last? Yeah, I mean, I 
I think rates are going up whether the Fed wants them to or not. Uh, just because of issuance, the fact that the dealers are being stuck with so much of these auctions, and they have to. Otherwise, these tails uh, already, you know, think about, you know, yesterday, add to it. We've got more than half of the top ten worst tails in auction history that have occurred over the last couple of weeks. Uh, and, and think about how much the, the dealers have had to buy to keep it where it was. Because if they didn't step in and buy it, right, that would have meant, what, the tails get even bigger. Uh, it's going to be a big problem. Uh, now, uh, President Biden coming out now and saying uh, that we need to get this money to Israel and Ukraine as quickly as possible. Also, uh, bringing up Taiwan as well, because remember, Taiwan is getting a bunch of this money. Uh, and Jason, believe it or not, one of the reasons he used to pitch it, well, it'll it'll be good for the economy because, you know, that, that the defense contractors are going to have more work. They get to build, you know, more bombs, more ammo, right, more everything. That's the whole uh, get the economy running because of destruction. Yeah, if you do, you know, that's it's one of those backwards uh, economic ideas where if, if you destroy a whole bunch of things, the economy gets going because of the rebuilding. But uh, if you destroy something that's already been produced, you're destroying the efforts and the work that was put in originally, and then and then replacing it with more work and effort. So, uh, you know, it's it's a good way to try to to try to to try to calm down some of the problems economically, Joe, but it's, it's, it's always a bad answer. You know, it's always a bad answer. Yeah, I, I know after World War II, the American economy uh, ballooned, but the rest of the world had to slowly crawl out of that mess, didn't they, Joe? Yeah, well, and again, just is more debt added, right? This is, look at GDP, 4.9% GDP, and it wasn't good enough, right? I mean, this is, this is what we're dealing with right now. And, and Joe Biden, now uh, now that there's a new Speaker of the House, man, he wants some money spent and money spent right now. Paper Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason here on this Thursday. Uh, $20 gold pieces. And you know why we like the old gold. Everybody loves it. They do. Because why they like the idea of, wait, it's, it's the most private way to own something? Yeah, I'm in for that. You know, what, what does that mean? Well, number one, the government considers it a collectible. It's the only thing, the only gold that they consider to be collectible. Gold eagles, buffaloes, bars, Krugerrands, maple leaves, you know, whatever, whatever other form of gold you can think of. In the eyes of the government. That's considered bullion. Well, that's a difference. Well, what does that mean? Well, really, the differences apply uh, to a couple of different things. Number one, when you go to sell, or you want to sell gold bars. Maybe you want to sell the Krugerrands because they're cheap, right? You know, there's a lot of people, hey, I like to buy cheap. And cheap's relative, right? Obviously, uh, when you're paying over $2,000 for stuff, you know, that's, that's a relative term. Anything over ten thousand dollars, ten ninety nine, right? I got to get your social security number. I got to get my accountant on the phone. 
right? We got to send you a 1099, right? Then you got to deal with that on your taxes. Then when you think about, how about IRAs? We do precious metals IRAs here all the time. Do you know that, can I put gold eagles? Can I put buffaloes? Can I put Chinese pandas? Can I put Canadian maple leaves? Can I put Krugerrands? Can I put gold bars in IRAs? Yep, sure can. Can I put pre-1933 U.S. minted gold in there? Can I put liberties and saints and Indians into IRAs? Nope. Nope. Why do you think that is? Right? Not only can you buy, sell, and trade pre-1933 U.S. gold, not have to give out your Social Security number, not have to worry about a 1099, you're on your honor. But the fact that they don't allow them into IRAs, at least in my mind, says to me, if the government wants to go and confiscate gold again, right? When they confiscated gold in 1933, the only gold that you could keep were collectible gold coins. If you had collectible gold coins, you could keep them. Everything, all your saints, your liberties, your anything, they had to be turned in. But if you had older U.S. minted gold, if you had older foreign gold that was, you know, Roman Empire type stuff, you could keep it. Now, I don't know if they're going to confiscate gold again. I don't know. Right? We, we, we know China has been buying lots of gold. We know that there are people out there speculating, hey, BRICS may back currency by gold. We I don't know what's going to happen. with, with Here's why... Let me just say it this way. I know fiat money is coming to an end. Because that's what it does. It always goes to zero. Uh, here's a great great thing. A German mark. What's that worth today? How about a French franc? What's that worth today? An Italian lira? It's worth nothing. What happened? It went to zero. Now they've got the euro, right? The Federal Reserve note's going away. The Japanese yen is going away. That's going to be replaced by something. But it's going to zero. The only thing we don't know, right, is what it's going to look like. How bad is it going to be? And will they need something? Gold, some people say maybe some countries oil, right? Some kind of a commodity to, to back debt so people will buy debt again, right? Is it going to be so horrific that the United States says, man, if we don't back debt with gold, people won't buy it, right? Right now we talk about how they're having trouble selling all this debt at these auctions. I don't know. I don't know if that'll be the case. It's definitely a possibility. So do do right now if you're asking, do I think we'll confiscate gold? I'm gonna still say I don't think so. But I'll say this the five years ago, ten years ago, I would have said, Yeah, I'm ninety five percent sure they're not gonna confiscate gold again. Today 
I'm like 70% sure. Right? That, that's, you know, 70, maybe 75, maybe 65. 65 to 75% sure they won't. And now, obviously, do they have to do it like they did last time? No. They can say everything. They can exclude things. But, but if you go by what they did the, the previous time, then okay. And man, wouldn't you like to hold it? Because remember when they confiscated gold last time, it went from 20 bucks to 35 I mean, what will gold be this time? Could gold be five, maybe 10000 And all of a sudden it gets revalued at 35000 Well, man, it'd be, it'd be nice to have an opportunity to still have it. That's why we like well, Joe, old gold the best, it, right, Jason? In, in a lot of ways, they are confiscating gold right now and, and every other asset that people hold on to because when you inflate things like they purposely did, I've seen the gold and silver customers that need to come in and sell to us, and we do buy. But, you know, we don't remind you guys as much, but we do buy gold and silver. And I see the people that are just you know, trying to hold on to their stack as best they can, Joe, but expenses come up. Things are more expensive. And uh, how do you confiscate gold? Make life so expensive that there's no asset you can hold on to, Joe, except for, hey, I need to sell everything I got just to make food and rent. Yeah. 800 $20 gold pieces, $2,195. $5 gold pieces, $565. Rolls around $530. Jason and I, we're going to be right back, wrapping up a Thursday edition of the Pinker Radio News Hour. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Pinker Radio News Hour. Uh, the, the Dow, the S&P, the NASDAQ all, all remain down today. Uh, gold, uh, London has gold up right now uh, a dollar uh, new york has gold down uh two dollars price the same here 1981 uh night rounded up 1982 on gold uh silver uh down about 12 cents right now 2288 uh the cr- crude oil is off today as well down a dollar and a half of course it was up big yesterday and Jason, you know, we're talking about what comes next here. There's, there's not a lot of good outcomes. It, 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 we're destined, right? Obviously, now we got a Speaker of the House. The President immediately comes out. Let's get some bills signed. Let's spend more money. Uh, we got more money to be spent uh, as the war drums continue to get to, to beat. We, we have trouble, really. In bond markets all over the world, China's having trouble. China's property is having huge problems. We, we've been talking about Japan, Europe, here, everywhere. And it doesn't look like there's going to be any end in sight. Uh, we start looking at the U.S. debt auctions, and it's very clear. Less people are coming. They want more than what Wall Street has been setting the price at. And the dealers, the banks, are being forced to buy large pieces of this just to keep rates, you know, from going really bad right now. My guess is 
if the dealers would only buy five to ten percent of these auctions, the ten-year note would probably be five and a quarter, maybe even five and a half right now. And that, of course, would what? That would force a lot more pressure already uh, on whether it's commercial real estate companies that got to refinance debt, the banks themselves. There's not very many good things. Even a 4.9% GDP, and it's not good. Those are why you want to get more gold and silver put away. If you're brand new, you've been listening for a while, take the plunge. Maybe maybe you start with a $5 Liberty at $565 or a roll around at $530. Maybe you want to go and say, you know what, I want 20 of those $20 gold pieces at $2,195. Just call up, call the 800 number, tell the girls I want the special. But today they'll say, hey, which one would you like? Just tell them. If you have questions, call. I'm going to tell you, here's what we don't do. Because I know, like, everywhere else, you call everywhere else, you get called to death, right? They're calling you, they're mailing you, they're emailing. We don't do any of that. We respect your privacy if you call us up and you ask questions you never hear from us again until you call us again you call up and spend a million dollars you never hear from us again until you call us and you know what jason that's something that's a rarity in life and of course they'll tell you that well that's not how sales works double you're a bad sales guy you should be out there no maybe i know i don't like it when that happens Right? I hate it when that happens. And I'm not going to do that to you guys. 800-951-0592. Take the time. Add to that portfolio. I like the timing right now because I do think this weekend we're going to get movement in the Middle East. And it's probably not going to be the kind that most people are going to like. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.